Welcome listeners, as I drive down this dark diverse highway and pause to pick up John Aitken and Bob Fleming from Prog to Who, trek this out and take your seats. We are on a journey of discovery into the imagery and mastery of Lynchian landscapes. The efflux of stories interwoven in a tapestry of films. This is The Lynch Mob. And welcome to another Lynch Mob. It's been a while, but we're back. It took a while to get this film sorted. It's Inland Empire from 2006. Evil was born and followed the boy. When things are concrete, very few variations in interpretation. But the more abstract a thing gets, the more varied the interpretations but people still know inside what it is for them. That's the beauty of it. It's just like life. You see the same, sort of the same things, but you come up with many, many different things as you go along as a detective. David Lynch with Laura Dern, Justin Theroux, Theroux, Theroux. Justin Theroux, Justin Theroux, fucking get to, questions said, straight did, away. Who's Nora, Nora Dern as well? I said Lover. Sound like, this must be a... Um, must a be a yeah. mic thing. <laughs> 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 and Harry Dean Stanton, but he fucking makes his way into every he film, does. doesn't he? Every film. <laughs> right, right. So, so we go, let's go first round. What do you think? Well, um, I, could, I could start you off on this one. I have to be brutally yeah. honest, and I... Well, I watched the film and... 90% of my notes are, what the fuck is this and what's going on? Because uh, I didn't understand pretty much any of it. But since then, I've done some research on the YouTubes and like, oh, right, yep. that's what that means. And, all right, well, that's what that means. So it definitely deserves a second watch from me. Uh, just so yep. I can get a handle on what it is. And I think what it is, is... Uh, it's another, it's another Lynch, it's another Mulholland Drive, it's another Twin Peaks, it's another, all those themes are, and, and the way he treats time and the way he treats, and it's, it's about Hollywood and about actors and, and yeah, it's about women 100%. being abused, it's, yeah, yeah, but like I say, first time through, didn't get any of that, but I mean, yeah, I was. I, I totally agree there. The first time I went through, I only did halfway, mm. and I was thinking, I can't. I I actually looked. I actually looked of how much further I had to go because I downloaded it to watch it, and it downloaded in two bits, two files, which is unusual. Yeah. I thought, how bloody big is this? So it's three hours. So I watched the first bit and thought, right, I'll watch the next one the next day. Never did. It took me a couple of weeks. Got back on it, but today I rewatched it. And with watching some of the reviews and some of the explanations from other people, I think I've got an idea in my head of a, of how it fits together. I've sort of done a diagram on my piece of paper yeah, I of how it fits together. But I watched three different reviews, and each one of them was completely different than each other. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those, could it say a perfect Lynch movie, that it's just blew everyone's mind away? <laughs> Well, it's one of those ones where you, you don't understand what it is, and every person's opinion on it, on it probably has some validity. Yeah, 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 definitely. So you can, it's also the first. Well, his last major film is done, 
which is also he had full control. And the only time he ever had that was a razor head. And I think you can see a lot of parallels within a razor head and this. Mm. He's just gone whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. I still think yeah. the same themes are there. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah. They're just well, very well. Hidden. I'm going to interject a little bit here. Uh, uh, this this is going to be very cynical, to be honest with you, to, to start off with. The first bit is that I, I, I bought this on fucking Blu-ray, right? And I bought all of Lynch stuff on Blu-ray for this, for the joy of watching Lynch on my big 4K TV. I genuinely thought I'd, I'd a fucking duff copy off some dodgy bastard off the internet so i complained didn't get a response so i thought right i'll fucking download the fucker off uh amazon i know it's then hd and right and real and it was still equally as shit like my fucking uncle had filmed it in the 1980s on a fucking shit video camera Jesus. so that pissed me off you for a start sweary today bob is this what happened? oh my god <laughs> yeah but it cost me it cost me an extra six quid after spending 15 quid on this blu-ray so the, the, it's atrocious. The fucking it's not. I can't, it's it's not honestly, I disagree entirely. Well, I think it's atrocious. Right, okay. And to be fair, when I watched it on my shit little tiny telly, it was slightly more watchable and passable. Um, and I'm going to just say it here because I've this is teetered on my mind for all the time we've been doing this. He's just a dirty old man. So basically, <laughs> this film is just him running around with a hand, a fucking video camera that I could buy for fucking hundred quid, right? With Laura Day going, right, let's get loads of fit birds to get the tits out. Because that's he's a dirty old bastard. But in his defence, that's what creative men who are slightly clever do. They come up with all this bollocks just to get a shag. How many times has he been married? About uh, 27 times? I would, I would suggest... That's all I'm saying. I would suggest that at this, at this point, you are projecting, Bob, is what you are doing. <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I think it's a great <laughs> tactic. But I'm just no. saying, the more cynical man in me would uh, think about the old well, man. I think, I think the opposite than that. Mm. I think it, it did it as a reason for a woman's voice. If this was done by a woman, this film, I think it probably would have been looked at a completely different way. It's done by a man, but he's done it from a completely woman's point of view. Like, the, when he's got the prostitutes talking about how men are, and it's like, oh, yeah, he does this, and he can do this to me, and all this type of thing. It's what women do. They talk about fucking everything. And I, what I found was he was taking a journey in, like, in a woman's point of view all the way through the film, from the initially when the first person is the, the prostitute woman, she meets that man, and she switches on the film, which is us watching a film with her of a film being made by Jeremy Irons. That's how I saw it. And then it's her own... Exactly. And then it's her journey in in her head. She's looking at the screen and she's relating matters in her head. So I thought it was a brilliant explanation of him trying his hardest to see things from a woman's point of view. Did roll there, didn't he, with that con? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Dirty old man. Um... I mean, once I got past that, I mean, I fucking struggled this. I did not enjoy my first watch. It took me seven or eight trying to watch it. Oh, my, I just thought this is fucking shit. Um, but I've done that before. Lynch films, that's fine. So I went on YouTube. People were talking. I was like, what are you talking about? You're just cl- clutching at straws. It felt like a clutch at straws. And then I watched it again. The first hour, I really was like in it, into it. And then, yeah. th- and then there's a point, I think, where you go down the rabbit hole. Which yeah. is the bit where it's, it's kind of like she gets kicked out and she ends up in the motel and it all starts going a bit shit from there. And then after that, I'm just like, oh, it was just, 
I found it very, very grueling. Uh, I've got theories on it and stuff. I've written loads of words. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I think I think it is, like you're saying, though, this prostitute at the beginning, that's the start, and then she's there at the end. And this is a whole journey or dream or whatever it is, TV show in a TV show, dream in a dream. Yeah. Well, it's just just I, like Mulholland Drive in that way. I think I yeah, think it's yeah, uh, but, but there's, a, 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 there's no commentary. Ev- everybody in it is a kind of reflection of, in my mind, the internal of this uh, woman with no name. Who the what is she called? The lonely woman. I can't remember. But yes, so it's so Nikki is an aspect of her. Sue is an aspect of her, and the rabbits are an aspect of her as well. The the whole rabbits bit is they're played by uh, people from Mulholland Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, on his that website, is another clue, that was, isn't it? was a whole. Well, that was a whole series on his. That rabbit thing was a whole series on his website or something. Yeah. It's not there anymore now, apparently. So yeah, and he pulled yeah. it in and used it. Yeah, I think I think it is the way it's filled has got that guerrilla aspect of you know filming going out and let's just he had something written down and he had a vision of what he wanted to get out of it and he more or less just you know just just let it run and i think you could you could see some of that within there where he's where he's he's, he's obviously got some kind of narrative and they worked <laughs> with it and that, that for the first hour you can, you can yeah. feel that i think you can for the first hour and then well, the, after the first that, hour, yeah the first hour is really good the first hour is really good i'll give you yeah, that the and then you, you start seeing him how he blends in parts from other filming he's done. So he did a lot of filming in in Poland, um, and that aspect he he pulled into the story. He had the rabbit story, which he wanted to to uh, look into as well. So I think he had a lot of ideas, and he wanted to edit and pull it together in a way. There's no uh, time is another thing that he's done right. So when you talk about a narrative, there is a narrative, I'm sure. But it is backwards and forwards and out of sync, because that's kind of dream logic, isn't it? A little bit. And I think mm. the, the warning all the way through that that's that's kind of what you're going to get. And and he does link to other things. There's a theme of blue in it as well. There's a theme of uh, yeah, whether that means death or something, I don't know. But uh, and the lamp as well. Yeah, you got the lamp issue was on there. I think take take it one of the one of the best things in it, which I love. Even when the first time I watched it was the sound, the well, soundscaping and the I music. I did, I did love. Again, it's like the camera. It, it, this was felt very Heath Robinson amateur. So yeah. there's some brilliant tension which adds to the darkness. So when, for example, a good example is when uh, Laura Dern goes into that police kind of thing. She's dressed in black. So when she's dressed in black, that's the fucking really bad, sinful whatever she's trying to play a beat up, talking all that I've been raped, all this kind of stuff some really good tension music and then when they go to the the soap opera the film or whatever you want to call it then you've got this kind of like jolly quite garish you know thing but the sound not not necessarily the music but the sound is so so one compliment we i've always or we've always given lynch is the fact the way he plays with sound so if he goes from the distance or he's in a nightclub you can hear it as if you're in a nightclub with this there wasn't any of that there was just like and I, so I, was, I was fucking around with the volume so much in this. It was that another thing that pissed me off uh, watching this film. Sorry, but the, but some of it is really good. <laughs> I thought I thought that I had the headphones on on it. These big big bad boys have blocked most of the things out, and I was quite immersed with yeah, it I straight was away too. from from the beginning, where the he had very much like Eraserhead and the stuff from Holland Drive. You seem to go well, very much like Elephant Man, because you've seen that. 
is you could hear the distant rumblings a lot. And that's shown to me, though, I know a lot of people said on the reviews, they said, yeah, he's very amateurish with the camera work. No, that's just him because he wanted to use that way. But the sound quality is another level. That's a professional level cut. I in. think the, uh, the camera, the shaky hand cam idea of it is to put you in the position of being a watcher through somebody's eyes, rather than some just set that you're watching on the TV screen, so you're kind of more into it. That's kind of the thing that Lynch would do as well. Yeah, apart from that, it's it's shit. It's fine. (laughs) No, no, it is. uh, I I think what this film is, what this film needs as a viewer is a knowledge of uh, film techniques, is a knowledge of analysis of films, which I do not have. So I think that it's going to be harder for you, me, and Bob to watch it because we're just dull at northerners, aren't we? So, uh, whether we, we kind of, you have to sort of separate yourself from being that uh, the thing and is, sort of I learn really, about it. I really wanted because I don't want to not, you know, enjoy Lynch, and, it, and I'm fine with the whole premise of not enjoying the first watch. I'm I'm used to that now. Uh, then I'll do my research and I'll go back and watch it again. And I'll glean, I'll glean so much more from it. I'll glean so much more from it. And with this one, I, for the first hour, I did. And then, yeah. well, that, I, that's, it just, that's the it, I, I just lost the interest. As soon as you get to the second act, which is basically when she goes into the axon pen, um, yeah. yeah, and starts to see herself being like when Nikki is playing Sue in this film. So all the scenes mm. uh, with with Sue, I think, are Sue. Are the character and the the blending of Nikki and Sue, and where she starts to not be able to to pick out what's reality and what's the movie, and that's part of the sort of trick of this forty seven thing that this movie that they're uh, sort of covering, yeah. and uh, and I think it's key as well that the room that the rabbits are in is number forty seven as well. So so what? it's it's just the thing is that it's so massively convoluted that. You cannot watch it as a movie. You have to study it, and yeah, and that takes I, yeah. and that takes additional effort, and not a lot of people not a lot of people are going to do. I'm going to watch this film again many times because yeah, there there I, there is enough in there that I see parallels to Mulholland Drive. I see parallels to parallels to Twin Peaks, and I see parallels to his methods that he uses for interpreting things and how we're supposed to interpret it. But it's yeah. turned up max to eleven, like so. I need to sort. Of, my game needs to improve in order to watch it, and uh, and yeah, I've got I, to learn I've it. But it's again, I think he's not just gone out there, done the shaky cam, and made shit up on the spot. Well, he has, but get your tits out. But yeah, but that's. I mean, I don't know what you're saying about that for no reason. No. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. No, I know you're not complaining, but that is you're being facetious because it's part of life. I'm not. That's, no, that's no, literally, literally what he did. You literally are just saying, get your tits out, he's dirty old man. Yeah, well, no, I'm being true. I'm, cause I, I it's am not being, for no reason, though. Think. That's not that's what I'm saying. It's not for no reason. But he's convinced you and these women. That's All I'm saying is there's many people out there, artists, who do this. They do this. They go, oh, I'm really clever, blah, blah. Get your tits out. And then... Nudity and fem- sexuality and all these things are part of life. They're part of everything that happens yeah. to everybody in the world and see boobs. So why it's not it's not him being it's not him being uh, a dirty old man or anything like that. No, I, what I find is Jesus with, with David Lynch, he'll show you the extreme of everything. Yeah. If the, if it's death, he'll show you death 
and if it's anger and torment in someone's life, you can see that on people's faces, mm-hmm. and it really gets that people to convey that. If it's sets, he'll show you sets as well. But exactly, it's just life. I don't find it gratuitous in anything no, what not. he does. It doesn't. It doesn't over blood like Quentin Tarantino, fucking Tino, oh, and it doesn't throw too much. You know, just sets in like other. Like uh, I don't know, Michael Bay wants to do any, with Teenage Girls. Yeah. Any nudity <laughs> in here is for a reason. Yeah, it's not. It's well, not I just found... being thrown into titillation. No, I fa- I found it the way he also has the girls where the makeup's not fully on, and some of the makeup isn't on, and some of it's half skew, and that to me is at points where he's showing. Very much like, have you seen the film um, um, 1984? When yeah. um, when he goes to the, at right at the beginning, he goes with a prostitute and he's yeah. seeing one light and then it turns to another light. And, and you see, see it horrible, right without yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I always think he's, he's showing people real. Not all done up yeah. like Kim Kardashian things. He show people at real points. And that's where throughout it, people's, because the the camera's in the face, it felt more real. Mm. It felt like more a docu. You're just part of this journey they was going through. Yeah, well, the prostitutes yeah. as well. Are, are, this is all about them. They are and they are a manifestation of, uh, like uh, Nikki and Sue's um, relationship with the adultery. That's all that addressed, yeah, and yeah. any kind of sin stuff and kind of learning from this. The whole point of this film, I think, is learning. From these mistakes, other people that people that lose themselves to this stuff, and like the woman yeah. at the end, uh, she decides to, she takes that message when Nikki comes to her and they kiss and she disappears, and she goes back to her family rather than doing the prostitution that she's doing. Exactly. I also find that the connection with Inland Empire, and I have to read up on this, and it's more of a working class area just outside near LA, but a lot of people commute to there, but a lot of people end up there as well. So this is like your people who try to be a star. Now, this is where I found a reflection to Mulholland Drive is those trying to be a star and the struggle with it. And a lot of girls do end up into prostitution. And in an area like Inland Empire, well, it would be a cheaper area to play. Well, it's with. interesting that Laura Dern's character, Nikki, is already a successful actress. She's already got the yeah. success. She's got the fancy home. Uh, and she's on... This is, yet again, uh, an analysis of, like, when somebody is seen by the industry as too old, especially especially women, That, uh, but she still gets that big, hot role. It's just that big hot yeah. roll is, is is the thing that eventually breaks her. Laura Dern was really good. Um, she literally pulled out all the stuff. I mean, this was her film, wasn't it? Um, she pulled out all the steps, every little bit she did. I thought, wow, she really impressed me in this. She was, um, I'm not, because when when she when we watched Wild at Heart, she plays, I know it sounds daft, the same character. Uh, and I've seen her play the same character in the films that she's been in, which she would expect an actor, actor to do. Whereas in this one, she has, she's obviously doing multiple roles and bits like that. And I just think she's such a tremendous actress. She impressed me massively and she definitely, she, she held my attention. Um, even if I didn't know quite what was going on or whatever, she, she was brilliant. Uh, um, Jeremy Irons, weirdly Jeremy Irons, I, he's a f- phenomenal actor, but he was very understated in this, which I liked because he's a big name, isn't he? You know, he's a huge name, yeah, um, particularly yeah. for a Lynch film. Um, and I thought he was very understated. Um, 
yeah, I just really struggled with it, uh, and I wouldn't, I will never watch this one again unless I'm really forced to. Uh, I found well, it really arduous and hard work, and I find, I find, yeah, me not getting what it was about makes me want to watch yeah. it again. Yeah, it's That's a long, so it's a long journey. It is a long journey, and it is one of those ones I probably want to, you know, sit down, kids are out. Maybe maybe a nice spliff and watch it and try and understand it. But what I found though was um, the way he's got the male characters within this film is second or to no part left to one side because the journey what we're taking from Laura Dern and and the girl who's who's watching it is they already have this vision. I think the male parts is supposed to be her psyche of what men are who are alone. Not a, not a single point within the film, the men are either jealous or alone or angry or all the yeah. way through it. Yeah. Even the even Jeremy Irons, like, second man, you know, uh, Harry, he, he, he sat there and he's more or less giving people the talk to get some money from them. They, they've got something about him. Even Jeremy Irons' character seems a bit overzealous in his, like, this is the film, this is the one we've got to do. And it felt fake to me. And you know what I mean? Each one of them had something. And even women, when she was on the talk show, saying, oh, I, this is the one. Oh, I, what's going to happen here? It always feels like there's something about the men. And I, I think afterwards, I think this gets looked at by, obviously, the girl being a prostitute. She already had a thought about men. And then um, Nikki, when she talks about her being abused as younger, younger, and then she... Um, she describes attacking the man back by gouging out his eye in such graphic that it, was, it took there, me that. There was an incredible one about when, when she gets to his balls and it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that was, this, this is what, this, this, there's aspects of which I do love and that is one of them. Laura Dern, when she goes into that sinister dark role um, and the, the graphic stuff and all that and I kind of get all this, it's Hollywood, it's a reflection of Hollywood. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just, yeah, but, but at that at that at that exact point where she's talking to the man, he even seems like <sighs> dismissive, not that bothered. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like even yeah. when she's describing these horrendous events in her life, where any person with a soul would actually just be like listening intently or giving her some comfort. And he's like, like an agent would, or mm. seemed to be a pimp. Or I wasn't even sure what he was really. Of what design of a person he was playing. I, I suspect that all of this is that lonely, uh, that lost girl at the start and the, at the end. This is her portrayal of. She, she. This is everything Nikki talks about. Everything that Sue talks about. They're all yeah. parts of her. And when yeah. she's talking to this is he's just there, as uh, a character just plonked there. Right, you play the psychiatrist because I've got my stuff to do here. I've got to tell you this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of the men are just like 2D in a lot of ways. And I think it's quite interesting yeah. as well that there's a phantom in there. The um, There's a kind of Bob character, if you like. And yeah, there's a, a, lot, a lot more Grace, subtle, Grace lot Zabriskie, more who was once again fucking ace. Uh, at the start, she, she basically sums it all up, saying, look, there's a shadow self. And and that's right. the phantom. And, and he it's letting... It's a manifestation. It's it's Bob again, Bob and Laura. Yeah, I thought. You know, I thought. What? Sorry, Clint. her her performance was amazing at the beginning. Of course, if he's ace, yeah. Um, why was stuff in Polish with no subtitles for a lot a lot of it as well? Because you don't know Polish. But why? 
No, but literally, why? Because I there's actually no subtitles at all. Because when the sound was doing with the volume of the speaking and that, I thought, right, well, I'll just knock it down and watch subtitles. There's no subtitles at all for the whole thing on the DVD or on Amazon. And yeah. I was expecting at least something. Because it's just people think, speaking I, Polish. I like, what? You're seeing it from another person's point of view is of another language. Now, no, I understand, when this that. Film, I understand when... that, but like, give us a, just a little bit. No, you yeah, don't have well, to have a little bit. The whole point I... is that I think that there are parts of people's lives that are, you can't... I mean, you, there's no tool there to, to, to follow stuff that you can't understand. And uh, I think it's it's perfect represent. It's it's Lynch again. It's deliberate. I'm fairly certain. Oh no, it can't be deliberate. Yeah, that, that, right. These Polish examples are there's there's a whole world and life out there that you don't understand because you don't understand this woman's language. I mean, I don't know what yeah. they were talking about, but I mean, it, the the point is that <laughs> we don't know what they're talking about. I did look no. online for a transcript, a transcript of it, and I couldn't find one either. I didn't spend much time, like, but well, uh, I contact- just out of interest. I contacted my friend uh, Adrian. Uh, he is Polish, and I said, "Have you heard of this film, Watching David Lynch?" And he knows that I do these. And he said, "I've, I've seen that." He says that it was massive in Poland because not only did they do a, um, you know, a, a, a premiere of it in America. Well, they did a premiere of it in Poland, and a lot of people. And I said, "You know, I don't understand this Polish bit." He said, "A lot of Polish people went to see it didn't understand the English bit." As well, you've got to look That's at quite, it two yeah. ways, and yeah, and is I think um, the one of the other people of the sound people, I can't even pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to, to try. He helped out, and I think it was him doing a Polish and American film. I think David Lynch wanted to film it in Poland, yeah, right. be part of Poland as well. I'll I, I tell you some casting that I just not it didn't offend me, but this is another thing that confused me. The her husband character yeah. is so generic that I kept getting confused with about another three other, four other actors that were in it so I didn't know if it was him or not and then I realised suddenly halfway through whatever when he goes to that wood that it was him again and yeah, he was just very generic kind of, yeah I'm sure the actor I, thought, I got confused that you thought that <laughs> well, it could no, be the case I, that he's playing, he's playing every every man in it. There's, there's a lot of men in it who play more or less the same. Yeah, angry, that's jealous, is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I, in your face type, and I wonder if if that was if that was a reason for. I mean, that. he does, he like does play, see every man. The he same. does play multiple characters as well, though. So yeah. <clears throat> I think you see you see him at the end with his with the kid, uh, but you also see him. So green, is he the guy? You also see him in the green in the jacket. motel as well. Uh, in what? Sorry. Sorry. So is the husband the same actor in the motel as well as the the Polish gangster kind of one or whatever he is? Well, there's Nikki's husband, well, the rich guy who's uh, warns Devon off, yeah. and he's the poor yeah, yeah. guy that sues. He sues uh, husband that like she's pregnant yet right. he can't father children. That guy. But it's the same. What? Yeah, it's right, same actor. Same and also, like, he's, oh, he's right. the guy in the green jacket that the the rabbits are talking about. Yeah. So I mean, right. he's he's just a, he's he's the he's the male. He's maybe just like the whole idea. He's, he's the male, male dominant, I... domineering characters and 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 oppressive husband kind of thing. Yeah, I think I found that it was like I said all the way through. Is this person who sat in this hotel watching this film being made up a film, and a lot of the characters she's put in from her own mind. Mm. Like thinking that is that person to me, that is that person to me, and that's why at the end you see that house 
which is represented within the film within the film is actually her like sometimes i watch a film and say it's i don't know set in manchester or set in london and I, and i imagine myself i'm like oh yeah i remember doing that and i sort of relate to what he's going through mm. and some of the struggles in this person and i think this person at this point this prostitute had two ways in her life to go and she was either going to go down this beaten track yeah. of maybe she's a, an escort maybe at the moment it looks like quite a nice hotel or whatever she's in but she knows sooner or later she'll go down and down a trap where she's on the streets, and that gave her, it pulled her back. Watching this film helped her. Yeah. yeah there's no character. There's no good characters in it. They're all good characters. So, your no, your I mean, impression like, is wrong. <laughs> no, but there's like it. This, this this is just fucking dark for three hours, and there's no. So apart from Laura Dern being an awesome actress and that. In all Lynch films that we've seen so far, he has really fucking awesome characters. Like even when they're not, even when it's not a funny film, there's awesome like proper outrageous characters. There was none of that. There was just no. I I found it. These are more in line to the characters you'll find in probably the, the Elephant Man. These are just true, real people in your life. You know what I mean? I, who knows what happens behind the doors for John or yourself or me? I know what I mean. We it's, all have our walls are wall down. This is true. Walls are wall masturbation. Well, that's the same here. It's like you just watch me. I'm our text in my ceiling. <laughs> oh my god! Wankfest. <laughs> but I think I think this is one of his films where he's just gone. Wait until you see a razor head. I I relate this more to like a razor head and the last few films he's done. It's you know what I mean. It's I think he had more Holland Drive for me. There's a woman having a dream about yeah. a fantasy. Uh, and he's got. He's, I think he's still got a lot of bitterness in him about Hollywood. Oh yeah, totally. That oh, I mean, through. God, this, you this can see that. This it. is this. Re- I mean, like, even if you don't understand what the fuck's going on, you know that it's just basically massive fucking Hollywood is disgusting, and it is. You know, yeah. it's it's but it's elitist, isn't it? That's what happens when you, capital elitists and that. That's what they do. They don't give a fuck about human beings. That went off on a tangent. <sighs> But they don't, and that's what he's portraying. Yeah, no, but that's not, 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 yeah. it's not what he's saying. He's not saying capitalists are bad. He's saying Hollywood and the whole no. industry. You're capitalist projecting again, said, Bob. You're projecting capitalist, capitalist elites. Said John. I think, I think we've, I think I said before. Like he makes films in America, which is more like a European film. I think he gets a lot of respect from a European art or French community, English community, grown from over 100 years of looking at different films. He pulls together surreal parts from the German in the early 1930s. And you can tell he's, whatever he grew up in, he likes to still try to move all the older films, what he's seen, in, and use it as an American storyline. Mm. I think the most interesting thing about this film for me is that it's, it's so hard to understand that, yeah, that's that, that it. it's a proper challenge. And yeah. this is not something you can watch once uh, or twice and have any idea what's going on. Uh, and that is yeah. that is one of the great things about Lynch is that he doesn't do simple narrative, ABC, fucking storylines that are ten a penny. There's directors doing them all over the shop. They don't mean anything. They're crap romances or whatever they are. But he's always a step above that in terms of what he's... He's commenting on that role, on the role of, of film, the role of TV, of us watching it. It's yeah. his fourth wall breaks all over the place in this as well. So you you could you could also see it as like a, a he was I think he was already thinking of something to do with the Twin Peaks 
You can see a lot of connection with this and season three of Teen, uh, Twin Peaks. It, well, uh, all, of them are, all of them are similar in... There's a similar message. Yeah, put, he, yeah. at, least he, at least he bought a decent camera for fucking Twin Peaks 3. He did borrow it off my uncle from the fucking 80s, man. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I did, I did it read was, None of that was... It was all digital, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah well, but, that's, it, it, he loves digital. He said this is the, this is the future. Mm. He doesn't like the expense, so he can't see the he can't see the point of people doing like sixteen millimeter or the stuff what Quentin Tarantino does, spending a fortune on it. He wants to be able to record when he wants to record. Yeah. He moves with the times, David Lewis. He definitely does. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm not saying he doesn't. We're I'm not saying, saying like we're not saying that you're saying that he doesn't. But I, I mean, like, what what did was it a fucking Nokia fucking phone? Fucking Nokia from the fucking swearing as soon as you get to a point that you want to say. If you're frustrated, you just go straight down the swearing room, Bob. I'm not frustrated. I'm not frustrated. Yeah, at all. but stop just, swearing. That's how I talk. Oh my god! Sorry, mum. No, I'm mean, just saying. Just, just tell me your fucking your fucking point without fucking. <laughs> yeah, fucking every fucking second. <laughs> we know that you feel stop strongly about it, Bob. You don't need to underline it with you know. All right. Well, did, what did what did he use? Literally, like a throwaway camera or something. No. Honestly, it's digital camera. Worse. It's fine. It's just what's the shakiness of it. Are you it's saying that, what's the problem with your camera? You're saying that it's not a 4K film. Is that is that your problem? No. It look look like I can put Batman from the 1980s Tim Burton on my big TV. It looks brand new. Yeah, but there's not, that's not the camera that he's using. There's not a problem. It's just the directing of what, the way he's doing it, the way it's no, handheld or whatever. No, it, it just it looks like it looks like a. A GoPro or you know, like some really shit camera. Well, you, you have to also think, uh, Bob. The camera he's using to film this is already a thousand times better than the stuff that he probably old. used in in what when he made Blue Velvet or a Razorhead, which all look beautiful. It probably would have got like a four thousand pound nice camcorder, but it's just the way he films it, like a gorilla effect. Yeah, like how you know what I mean, like documentary. Uh, man bites dog. Yeah. You can see parallels with that. You know the way they're moving. He's running. He wants you to zoom in. He wants yeah. you to be that person who she's I, screaming at when she goes, "I'm a whore." I, I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't. Thing is, I didn't feel any of that with the way he used the camera or the oh, quality. No, I, I of was. It. That's the point. I was the person he's not stupid. He knows. No, no, I know what he's trying to do, but in Man Bites Dog, it does feel real. It feels like a documentary. It feels... And it's also fun, a bit funny. You know, like, I like a bit... Just stop being know. so dark all the time. Chill out a bit. This is fucking projection 101, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> don't well, like it, so everything's wrong with it. <laughs> no, the thing is, honestly, I, I've told you I've really struggled with it. I, I will never watch this oh, again. Oh, no, I struggle this with is it a, as well, but... This is a, a lynch too far. I don't have time to get into it and become a film buff or whatever. I wonder what I'll watch something else. But I've loved everything else, but this is just a lynch too far. That's what we'll call it for me. Well, I think it's it, it's like... It's lynch maxed up. It's something that requires even more study and re-watching and trying to work it out yourself than even Twin Peaks does. Uh, and it's three hours of it, and it's, it's significant. Um... Yeah, it's not for easy. It's not for easy watching. This isn't no. a Netflix and chill film. No, this this one is like it's got everything he's used in other stuff. He's got I've got written it here. He's got TV. He's got silk. He's got watches. He's got corridors. He's got faded lights. He's got green lights, blue lights, red light. He's got everything he's touched on in all his catalogue of films. And to me, this is the one where he's gone. 
I don't want anyone to fund it because I want to do something just Fucking myself. right, he didn't. Honestly, he must have got a better copy Holy than me. I someone told you because I couldn't see anything on it. Cliff, I Cliff. I different shades of anything. Cliff, did this film, look, you're, looking, you're talking about the, the topmost level of, like, does it look good? That's not what it's about, Bob. I mean, if you want to watch that, go off and watch fucking Batman Returns or whatever fucking shit you're talking about. Batman won. Yeah, but that I knew it looks about that, fucking that's, silly. It does. That's like I've, I've used this analogy before. A Lynch film is a is, is a meal that you have to partake of and taste everything. And it's not a fucking McDonald's. You, but if you fancy McDonald's, this is not the film for you. I don't. Don't like my dolls. Also, that guitar yeah, there behind Jesus. me, that was 50 quid. It looks, it plays like shit, but it looks cool as fuck. Now, who knows? It doesn't me. matter what it looks like. I mean, Lynch has got a, Lynch has got a fucking point to doing it that way. And I think maybe the point yeah. for doing it this way was to Skin. make sure Bob didn't fucking like it. That was his point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he like Cliff said he was skint, so that's right. It looks a no, bit yeah, shit. It, 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 it was studio funded by Studio Canal, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, with him and uh, Laura Dern put money in, and he put his own money in as well. The three of them put it in. So yeah. I, he could have done anything he wanted. This is David Lynch, you know what I mean? He could have just walked into his agent and go, just find me something. Mm. He just wanted to do his own story. <laughs> how many, how many, I know, but how many directors, once they've done the first fucking film, once they've done their little film where they've, someone's gone, whoa, like, Tiaki Mikey, whatever the guy is, he did Thor and all them. Yeah. Once he did the first few films, Tiaki Mikey. Like, well, he, Mikey. All right, Mikey. we'll take that. Oh, I'm thinking of the Japanese guy yeah, who did yeah. all of those. Oh, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika Yeah. <laughs> Once he did his first fumes, he's been picked up by Disney. He's on that now. Mm. That's it. And it's got to. He'll find that hard to come off that rail because he just throw money. It at is him. just money. Yeah. David Lynch. Yeah, with David Lynch. He always wants to do his own thing. And throughout his time, he has to conform with some producers. He has to have a script. He did Blue Velvet, didn't he? Because he wanted to fund something else. You know what I mean? He does things sometimes for a reason or sometimes because he's just heard something. Yeah. But I think there's not many directors to get to his age of that catalogue of films and still go, you know what? I'm going to try something completely proper different. Proper artist. He's a proper artist. Yeah. But artists sometimes can go too far for no, me. No, no, no. I think yeah, it's subjective, and this is a perfect example of subjectivity. You for me, I said me. No, that's what I mean. This is what I mean. A total yeah. perfect example of subjectivity. You've got your opinion. I've got my opinion. Yeah. Cliff's got his opinion, and they're all equally valid. You're allowed to call it a shit film because you didn't like because it got. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's shit. I'm just saying I you're allowed I to like not enjoy it. You're allowed to not enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. in the end, uh, what he's done there is like a work of art and some people don't like certain things. And yeah, in the uh, production yeah. meeting, he, he was, Lynch was like, everyone sat around him like, you know, because it's David Lynch, like, remember the 1980s when, uh, when your uncle took a video camera to a wedding and he looked <laughs> like shit? I want it to look See, like I, that. I just, I just saw that as a directorial choice to show that it, it's looking through the eyes of that's and that's the way things work right, well if that was the case that say you did film it in the style like you did well, holland drive a big production unit and stuff but it's the same film would you enjoy it differently is that the only thing which you um, don't like i about think it, if it is filming uh, it's not even like all that getting in all that whatever kind of stuff it's just yeah because i just because it pissed me off as well to spend another six quid because i thought i'd bought a dodgy copy because it looked that shit <laughs> that pissed me off I thought, no way. No, like, I know what he does in that. No way is it going to look like this. Because all the other ones on Blu-ray, even like the older ones, look, look beautiful. Like all the way through. 
it, well, it looked it, it didn't look great, John. <clears throat> when they did when I they did the locomotion, that was quite good. <laughs> I thought when they did the locomotion, that was great. At the end, yeah, that was the that title sequence, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I know that was halfway yeah, through. Oh, it's such a long way. Yeah, I really, I, I think it's one of those films where it's got to be hard to turn around and say I really enjoyed that because I don't fully understand it. But I think it's made in a way. This is, it's a challenge. It's a puzzle. Yeah. It's like getting jigsaw pieces yes, of a exactly. film. You need to watch. I, I was annoyed with myself that I didn't fulfil the watch the full three hours all at once. I initially watched it halfway, and then I watched the next half. And it's only like I said today, I watched it all together in one lump, and I felt a lot more satisfied with what mm. I was watching. There was pizza troughs with it where I couldn't understand where it was going. But after reading and watching a few people online, I seemed to put my own bit on it. I mean, that's my own. Stance. That's the same for every Lynch film we've watched so far. It's yeah. been like once you get cleverer people telling you what it might be. You can you can sort of yeah, start to fill it. Start, it, start, you can start to do your jigsaw puzzle yourself. But that's what it is. Yeah. It's more than a film. It's, it's an experience, and it's something that inspires you to go and look at other stuff about it. If it were a couple of hours as well, I'd probably be it'd have been all right. But three hours, just too long for me. Too long. Go and watch fucking some. Well, Rings is three and a half hours. I love that. So nearly four hours on the special <laughs> edition. So that's all right. <laughs> And I'll tell you a great, a great example. Cobra Kai season three's come out, right? Oh, there's fucking <laughs> hell. And there's loads of good well, POV we, I'm camera get, shots. I'm getting an idea of the standard of, of Bob's television <laughs> and film ideas of what he wants. I like to be challenged, and this challenged me. Can it, can it, where, where would it come in your lynch lot of what you've seen up to now? Uh, well, number one is still, by far and away, Mulholland Drive, and then Fire Walk With Me. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then he raises head, and then this. I think in that order so far. Yeah, that's a, that's a good order. I think blue, blue velvet's up there. Obviously, I, I think they're all different different beasts. I think I think the next uh, if we do, um, I don't know what what do you fancy doing next anyway? I don't want to do June, but we'll have to do June. Do June next then. It'll be easy, won't it? Only if you want it to be. <laughs> will you, will you become, you might not like the way it's filmed. He doesn't like the way it's filmed, <laughs> apparently. And like, just get a, get a decent camera, man. No, you're, you're talking about fucking David Lynch director, and you're criticising his directorial choices because you've decided no, saying, it should be something. Just, just spend your spend expectations a bit more. are too high or too low or just fucking wrong. I don't know. Well, this is definitely well, my worst film I've ever one of one of the, of the worst films I've ever seen. Honestly, I'll never watch it again. I really, this was the most painful, <laughs> one of the most painful experiences on television I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's your loss. Yeah, well, well there it is. Well, but I could have watched fucking two James Bonds in that time. I'm not James Bond. Fucking hell! Fucking shitting <laughs> See, listeners, he's answered the question already. That's yeah. what he wanted from David Lynch to be double O yeah. blowjob. Jesus Christ. These new Blu-rays, it's 1960s. It looks brand new. Even in the 60s, he had better cameras than him. That's all I'm saying. Have, oh, fuck off. We're not going down. Fuck off. <laughs> all right, Bob. <laughs> right, the ones we got left is Lost Highway, yeah. which I think will be another good cerebral film to watch. We've got, obviously, Razorhead, which I think we should finish oh, off yeah. with. Looking forward and to that. June. I think do June next, then. Yeah. So we do, we do June, and then we've got Two good cerebral ones at the end. I want to finish on the Razorhead because I fucking love that film. I want to watch it again. 
there yeah, any funny people really in it? Just, I don't want to know anything about it because I've not seen it. Is there any funny oh. characters? <laughs> it's all yes, funny yes. characters. Yes, the grandma of the woman. Yeah. There's just loads bit, of like, funny characters in it. Actually, there is, yeah, the pipe yeah, man is also... So, the, the, we, what you say now, these names, they sound like proper awesome Lynch characters, and I love that, so I'll be well up for that. A bit trippy and that. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It is I'll tell, he... tell you what was more surprising to me about Inland Empire was seeing fucking Terry Crews in it. Crews? Yeah. Oh! It was Terry Crews, because I checked. Was Terry Crews in it? It was where Terry was fucking Crews. You know, you know that conversation where, where uh, Sue... Is uh, been stabbed with a screwdriver. He's dying on the street, and you yeah, see yeah. the camera pan back out. Uh, the the Japanese girl is talking to the uh, oh the guy behind the guy her. next to her. Terry fucking Cruise. Yeah. Oh, actually, a Teddy one bit, which I did really, really like. Oh, you can one do this bit. If you want, film, no, do you want? No. Not one bit, but this I thought this was brilliant. This this was like a light bulb moment, and this is when I was enjoying myself. So. The last, the other last one, she goes into the police thing or whatever. Not Laura Dern, the other one, when it's like a bright air. She's, oh, yeah, pro- yeah. she's probably yeah. a prostitute. Everyone's prostituting this. And she's going on, and then and she reveals the screwdriver stabbed in her side. It's supposed to be the wife of the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because he's after yeah. the, uh, the argument. But when she reveals, like, she's about the stabbing and the screwdriver, and it turns out to be herself. Mm. I quite like that sort of harking back to the, the beginning of the film and the journey this girl's on watching this television movie dreamlike thing. I thought that was quite a good scene as well. That, that, that made more sense to me. That made more so to me. Uh, yeah, self-harm, but also mm. later on, it was like predicting what was going to happen. Because she, like she said... This I've vicious attacked... circle where you would end up like that. Yeah, and also she said, I've attacked someone. She said it as if it was her. You know, as in she... Mm. she I think I'm pretty sure she yeah. said... Or whatever. Yeah, pretty sure it was her. And then she revealed that, and I was like, fucking hell, that was, that was a good one. And again, the man's reaction... Like yeah. all the way through it, they just seem like not, not bothered. bothered. Like, that's, that's good. I, yeah, I did. I, I just thought they were being shit actors, but yeah, now you say it the, the, about the blokes. Yeah, yeah, all the way through it. <laughs> definitely think that. Uh, again, again, if it was done by a woman, you could sort of understand where she was going from with it. But this is done by a man thinking as a woman producing it. I'm thinking that felt to me like it anyway. It must have had a lot of influence with uh, Mary Sweeney at the time. She was with him, wasn't she? Oh, of course, yeah. I tell you, she, she should have just got like loads of balloons, like black, pink balloons, drew, drew eyes on them. There could be the men. That would be a bit trippy, wouldn't it? Eh? Come to me, Lynch, for if you want any more tips about yeah, stuff. I'm sure, we want. Yeah, sure, we will. Yeah, yes. I'm sure, sure that's happening. Get a decent camera. Is <laughs> <Here's> a balloon. <laughs> right, so we'll have a last round. So, John, what do you think? I think Bob's fucking wrong David in everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's subjective, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, uh, but no, it's it's like I say, it's it's not. It's like all of his films. It's not an easy job to watch them, and the joy it comes from doing the investigation, the Dale Cooper bit afterwards, yeah. and investigating and trying to find out and trying to piece it together. Especially, it's a non-linear thing. There's things happening, there's time going backwards, there's things happening before and after when they should happen. Uh, and it, and I think, yet again, with a lot of the lines that are said by the cast are telling you exactly what's fucking going on because it's Lynch. Yeah. But it's yeah, just, exactly. you have to sort of work it out. And, and, you, and, that's, and that's like, that's like the, that's more full, that's more filling than a snack. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, one question to you is, if someone had never 
watched any David Lynch before, would this be a first film you're introducing? No, oh, God, absolutely no way. No way. Yeah. No. Exactly. It, it, uh, I think the way we've watched the films, the way we've watched the TV show, uh, you needed that knowledge to be able to fully get invested into the film, I find. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I, I've loved, I have loved everything, and I, as, like, I, like I said, I don't mind struggling the first time through, but I just, it's not for me. This, this is not for me. I mean, I'm saying I won't go back and watch it unless there has to be a good reason to, and it's not because of, it's just because I'd, I've got loads of because I probably have to watch it about five or six, seven times, and like you're saying, write a fucking dissertation on it and all that. I just don't have the inclination or want to do that. You know, I do like. My, f- my films a little bit spoon fed to me, a little yeah. bit. You're you know, allowed to. That, I mean, that's that's some of the beauty of David Lynch is that he, he doesn't care whether you like it or not. I think that. No, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's obviously a, you know for people that really want to you know gives people some not something to do but like you know there's something that people could get from it all the time. You know if you've yeah. got. Uh, awesome. It's just not for me, is it? I'm not going to hang a painting on what I like. Mulholland Drive is a, is a. It's far more palatable because it's yeah, it's far less obscure. Um, but I think the but same a, the same messages and the same themes and the same things run through them all, all of his films. I yeah. think if you put Mulholland Drive in front of someone, you've got all these quirky characters and all this kind of stuff as well. And what you've got after someone's watched it, who's maybe not that interested in it or whatever, you've got that. As soon as you tell them what you think the twist is, you know, at the end and all that. That's it's a little mind blower that they can understand the film. Whereas this, it's like, oh yeah, and then this bit, and the rabbit's being this bit, and then this bit, and then if you look at that bit, and then she's this bit, it's a bit too much. I think that's just that's just more meat on the bones. Yeah, yeah, no, that's for you. They think this is this is definitely for your full on, full on, full yeah. on Lynchian who's yeah, into all that, yeah. like reviewing, you know, proper going into it down that path. And I'm, you know, I love this stuff, and I love getting bits from it. I love, you know, the little light bulb moments, love Twin Peaks. And I'm relatively new to it, but yeah, this is this is uh, it'd have to be a good reason for me to go back and get into it all. You know, for maybe for the conversation with someone, and they were like, "I think it's this." Well, I went fucking hell. At that yeah. point, it might be a case of going back, but nothing on YouTube made me go, "Oh yeah, I want to go back and watch it." Well, I I enjoyed it, and I think it's going to be. I think very similar to what John said. You're not going out getting a takeaway with this. This is a sit down meal for a few hours. And you're having a chat with friends afterwards at a dinner party in it, and you can really get absorbed within it as well. Mm. Not only the way it's filmed, which is completely off the mark for the time in 2006, um, it's, it's done a piece of work which crosses over from not only just being an English film, like everyone goes, here's a film, you just expect it to be English. You know what I mean? There's a certain amount of people who only watch watch uh, films with subtitles and then people don't like that they want dubbed he's gone i'm doing a film which is an english and polish film and you can see that through it because it keeps the polish part in um it's like i said it feels very european the film most of his stories do i i really enjoyed it really it will be one i will be picking up again probably this year i'll be doing that as well definitely yeah yeah but um on our next journey we'll be watching david lynch June. Have you seen it, Bob? Not for many years, and I thought it was shit. So we'll get the same response for the next I one. Did, I did attempt. I attempted to watch it, but it's very boring, isn't it? It's because have you, have you read the book? No, but apparently the book's magnificent. 
Um, and uh, and I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it's not Lynch's fault, is because this was studio led, wasn't it? So. I think I think they just got it. They were trying. To, I think it, the studio were trying. I think wanted it to be Star Wars. Fans wanted it to, or other fans wanted it to be like the books. And Lynch was just like, I don't know. There you go. It's been years since I've seen it, so I'm looking forward to watching it <clears> because I, I want to see his style. And now, with the more we've watched, we should be able to see his. Yeah. And I wonder if it was that much control over the production, over the money, that you don't see it. We'll see. You know what I mean? We will see. Yeah, apart from but, his name being attached to it, what is it in there which is Lynch? I hope I'm to find out. Anyway. I think there's, there's some, there is some sort of, what, for want of a better word, some trippy bits, you know, like a quite quite cool, surreal bits. I mean, what I did, I, I have checked my other Blu-rays now, so that June is definitely a proper copy, and <laughs> Lost Highway, and the £30 <laughs> I've spent on Eraserhead, that looks decent as well, so... I know, I know they're not dodgy copies now. Genuinely, that's I bought. I had to buy another copy of fucking this um, inland, inland revenue where it is Empire. That's what's pissed you off more. That's the extra six quid because I thought it was filmed by a knobhead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought not filmed by a knobhead. Uh, look, you know, like Uncle Knobhead had pirated it or, or whatever. Give me a shit name. You thought it was one of Suckies. Yeah, I get you. I wasn't going to say the name. I wasn't going to say the name, John. <laughs> and, and thank you very much to listeners. Tune in. Hopefully you'll see it on YouTube as well in about a week's time. And enjoy. Thank you for John and thank you for Bob. Goodbye. Lynched. Lynched.
Thank you.